TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along as we kick off our number two, the Bobby Mack Show on a chilly and breezy Monday What a way to start the work week, really starting to feel like December now. Great to have you along, and as always, you're invited to be a part of the conversation. All you have to do is call me using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307, and my email remains, as always, bob at 1063word.com. Those of you who have listened, and I know there are many of you who have listened uh, to this program over the uh, decades, uh, recognize that I am not a big fan of big government, nor am I a big fan of strong arm tactics. And apparently we are seeing the implementation of both of those uh, in regard to the debate over sewer districts here in the upstate of South Carolina. And I'm joined now uh, by Mr. Alan Kay. He's the chairman of the Parker uh, Sewer and Fire District. Uh, Mr. Kay, welcome to the program. Good to have you here, sir. Hey, good afternoon to you, Bob, and thanks for having me on the radio today so we can share what's going on across the street there at County Council. Let's, let's, uh, let's begin at the beginning. Can, can you give us the backstory on how this has all transpired to this point? Well, Bob, it's a long story, so I'll keep it short as possible. But about a year and a half ago, we as special purpose district started working with the uh, Greenville Home Builders, Chamber of Commerce, REWA, on how to streamline uh, ways of getting sewer connections made quicker so that home builders, so that developers could uh, get their lines, make their connections, and everybody could move along real smoothly. Mm-hmm. But what has happened is the uh, SPDs have gotten caught in the middle with the people who want to be developers, and REWA is one of those that has put us in this position where we're working hard to take out all the I and I. That's inflow and infiltration. That's the key word. And we're working in an area where we know that we have a problem, and somebody wants to develop a piece of property, and they'll come to us and say, hey, we want to put a – little shopping mall or we want to build some homes here and we'll say well we'd love to but rewa won't give us the flow and they said what are you talking about well we're working over here on this project and until we finish this and take so many gallons out of the system i'm not allowed anymore to be put into the system so it's come into that where 
they feel like it's the SPDs, and the SPDs are kind of caught between them and Rewa. And we are we were in the process of working this out, trying to figure it out. That all of a sudden, I got a call from the head of our uh, wastewater department. He said, "Mr. K, we just got the agenda for the Tuesday night meeting at County Council. Now, this was October 30th, after five in the evening, and they're going to meet Tuesday night to talk about consolidation of both wastewater." And the fire departments. Well, Hank, thought, Hank oh let me gosh. stop you. Let me stop you right there, if I may, yeah. because uh-huh. you got this notice after business hours on October 30th that they were going to have a council meeting to discuss all this on November mm-hmm. 3rd, Election Day. Well, who would worry? You know, it's just Election Day. It's five <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. Nobody's doing anything, Bob. No, of course They're not. not. Voting. They're not concerned about who's going to be the president. So we'll just slip it in here, you know. No big deal. So typical. <laughs> so, as you say, from from that point, we tried to get with a judge and ha- have this thing held up so that, wait a minute, you're not even talking to us. You're not giving us the SPDs. That would be Taylor's, uh, Gant, Parker, an opportunity to feed into this conversation, which apparently you've already had with Rewa, mm-hmm. Metro Connects. And so, like, this is a done deal. But wait a minute. Where is our opportunity to come to the table and express our concerns? Or maybe we can help. Who knows? Right. But they went ahead anyway. They had their public hearing. And, you know, public hearing is when people are allowed to come in, voice their opinion. But, Bob, there's a pandemic. Yes. And they only let so many people in. They Mm -hmm. only give you 30 minutes to voice your opinion. And everybody else that wants to watch it is on Zoom. So who knows how many people are actually watching. Right. And because this has been kind of a low-profile thing, very few people are knowing what's going on. And uh, so, the the story that, that I saw in the Post and Courier uh, said, uh, sewer districts that have provided service to communities across Greenville County for decades say baked into the county's plan to consolidate these seven districts into one is a strong-armed threat. If the SPDs don't go along, the county says they will also take over their local fire departments. Now, Mr. K, I've heard of the carrot and the stick, but this is like uh, no carrot uh, and and a sledgehammer. You're right, Bob. Uh, it just floored me that uh, the county, and they they think, that they have the authority to do this under state law. There's three ways that an SPD can be dissolved, and they pulled a one-liner out of that. says, oh, here it is. We'll use this. But they have used nothing that says anybody's done anything wrong, and they right. need to be consolidated. Right. So they're, they're working hard to push this through, and some of the districts, so Wade Hampton and Berea, have decided we're not going to fight it here. Mm-hmm. You can have our sewer system. We'll keep our fire departments. But I can't pick. I had a meeting with our uh, department heads the other night. I, said, I cannot choose if I keep you and let you go. Number one, everything in Parker District belongs to Parker District taxpayers. Correct. The county didn't put a dime into it. We've been working in this system since 1934 when the state enacted us as a SPD. As of um, 20, 
let's see, it's 2005. I don't know if it was five yet. We have already put like $20 million into rehabbing our system. That's a bunch. And they're saying, well, uh, well, and they're saying, well, these districts can't afford it. They can't put the money in, and they're not doing it. But they haven't asked us, are we doing it? We're working on a every two, two and a half year revolving selling bonds to raise mm-hmm. eight to nine million dollars every two and a half years to perpetuate this program that we've got going. We've got a 10 year plan. It's stretched out to 2030 right now. Mm-hmm. And we're working our plan. And I know Gantt and Taylor's are doing the same thing. Right. But what's flowing back is to us is like these flyers that came out in the mail and the ads that have been on, on the radio. I heard all that. I was afraid to walk outside. I said, I'm going to fall in a sinkhole somewhere. Right. This place yeah. must be crumbling. Right. But it's a, it's a false narrative of there's just enough truth to not be able to say it's not true. And, so, and you know, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating because the same kind of, uh, I refer to it as a propaganda effort. They would call it, ad, they would call it advocating with advertising for their position. But when you, mm-hmm. you remember when we had the proposal for the one cent tax increase, uh, the, the same kind of arguments were made then that we see being made right now. So where we stand at this point uh, districts have been given the option to give up control of their sewers uh, by the end of March 2021. And, and as a yes. reward for their good behavior, they'll be allowed to continue on as an SPD, as a special purpose district, with the ability to run their own fire department and levy their own taxes without the county's input. And, and the two that SPDs that you mentioned decided to take the course of least resistance. I don't know whether they don't have uh, the, the financial backing to be able to continue a court fight on this or what, but or they just wanted to, uh, to make it as easy on themselves as possible. But uh, you and Parker, uh, Taylors, Greer, and others uh, have, have said no to this. And so now, what, we've got one more vote coming up on this also uh, right here before Christmas. That's correct. And actually, it's an extra meeting they're having during the month of December just to vote on this. What's the rush? Can we not Good wait question. for the new elected members come on board in January? Right. I don't know, Bob. It, what I say about sewer, it stinks. This does, too. That we got to rush this through. We've got to push it through. We can't wait. And if the people in the districts knew what they were asking them to give up, I think they'd be outraged. Yeah. Just in Parker District. Right. I can't speak for the value of other districts. Mm-hmm. At the and end of last month, last year, when we had our ta- our final audit on our books, just the system that's in the ground is valued at $25 million. Now, they'll get that. They would also get any real property I have, any buildings we have, any equipment we have, any cash in the bank we've got. The, Bob, we're talking maybe $30 million that's going to go over here into a pot held by Metro Connects that will be used wherever Metro Connects wants to use it. It'll never see the light of day in the sewer districts that raise that money again. Right, right. It it strikes me uh, in its simplest terms, Mr. K, as, uh, as a power grab. Who in the heck is Metro Connects anyway? 
Uh, well, Metro Connects is also considered an SPD, and actually they are the largest in the Greenville area. They've got about 650 miles of underground pipe. Okay. We only have about 265 miles. So that makes us the second largest and, and probably much larger than most anybody else around. Mm-hmm. So we both, uh, they're, we're, two, we're the two biggest ones. They, though, are governed by a board that's appointed by county council. So what's going to happen, Bob? If this goes through, everybody will be working through Metro Connects, which is appointed by county council, Mm -hmm. which means I have no more representation as a taxpayer to call up somebody and say, hey, Mr. K, I got something going over here over here on my street what's happening right and they can call me within an hour they've got an answer mm-hmm. the same goes on at gantt and same goes on at taylor's we're being we're uh, we as spds are being painted as the bad guys because we just can't get enough eye and eye out of the system you right can't get enough you can't get enough but since 2017 87 percent of all the overflows and that's what comes back up out of the sewer systems, runs into the creeks and streams, is on Rewa. 87% wow. of those are from Rewa lines. And they're painting us as the bad guys. We're, we're here for the environmentalists. We're here to keep our clean water and our streams. Yes, we have some lines that are cracked, and we always will. You know, I heard you talk about Stately McLean Manor. Well, I'm <laughs> over here at Stately McCain because Stately K. McC- manner and it's never finished <laughs> if it's been there five years it's time to paint it again i hear well, you. that's what's going to happen with the uh, water line and sewer lines they're always going to need maintenance nobody will ever get, get finished so it's going to be an ongoing program but with the other there's two other things bob i can just tell you what's bothering me right now is right. if they do this all these people that have been working for these spds all these years are going to get a job offer. doesn't say they're going to be hired. They'll get mm-hmm. a job offer. Right. Now, what happens to those who retired who, as SPD employees, were promised certain benefits until they pass away? Who's going to cover those? Right. For all these employees who have worked up to almost time to retire, and they're going to lose their job, what happens to them? It's, it's like this, Bob. At the last meeting, somebody brought up, well, what we're going to do with the fire department, we need to talk about their salaries and their benefits and that. And another councilman said, oh, we ain't got time. we got to rush this thing through. We'll know what that is after we vote on it. Have you heard that before? Yeah, yeah, I believe I have from the the, uh, Speaker of the House, the uh, Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. she laid that one on us too. Yeah. The the bottom line, the bottom line, I guess, on this, Mr. K, is that it strikes me that this is a, a yet another consolidation power grab uh, that they are rushing to get done. As you mentioned before, new council members can come on board, uh, leaving mm-hmm. us to assume that uh, they they they're rushing to do this because they have the votes right now and they may not in 2021. So December 15th is the next meeting, and I guess this is where push comes to shove and and people need to contact uh, their council person and and let them know, whether you support this or oppose it, what your feelings are on it. That's exactly right, Bob. If they 
if you ask them, where's your position? And they say, well, I'm in favor of it. I'd like to know why. Right. And then I'd like to be able to say, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're very, uh, we've been call I've been calling our county councilmen and some of them have been very nice and talk to me. Others, I get their recording machines, but right. at least they, people, they know people are calling. And yes, I think if they wait till the new year, they're not going to have enough votes right now. Three are have changed their mind. We were a whole straight no, zero right. votes to stop this. We do have three votes now, and if we could get three more just to stop it, uh, it would be fantastic. And I know our, I know people are working, but we need more. We need people at the meeting to say no, you know, right. show of support. And I have, I have looked in the camera at at the council meeting mm-hmm. because the councilmen aren't there and encourage them or challenged every one of them to be there the night they have this meeting. Look these people in the eye and tell them, I'm taking your sewer. I'm taking right. your jobs. And it's not bothering me doing it at home, watching you on TV, yeah. on Zoom. Yeah. And, and this is another issue that uh, has been of great concern to me as well. Alan Kay, he is one of the chairman of he is the chairman of one of the SPDs that is standing in opposition to what strikes me as a power grab. He's the chairman of the Parker District. Mr. Kay, I appreciate what you're doing on behalf of the taxpayers uh, in your SPD and, and for the other individuals involved as well. And I thank you very much for your time today. Again, the vote is December 15th. Let the council know how you feel about this issue. I guess, uh, bottom line, Alan, I would say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely, Bob. Uh, absolutely. And uh, we're not going to give it up on the 31st. We're not going to sign no papers and give it to them. They're going to have to take it, literally. Good. We're going to take them as long as we can. We'll hold out as long as we can. And, Bob, one last thing. I'm not a very politically correct person. So right now, I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you very much, Alan Kay. And, and right back at you. Merry Christmas, and let's hope that 2021 uh, is indeed a happy new year. Best of luck to you, Mr. Kay, and I appreciate your taking time today to talk about this issue because it's, uh, it's, it's not very sexy, but it's of import to a lot of people. Absolutely, Bob. Thank you again for your time. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. 424 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on the Monday, Monday edition on WORD. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sorry for a uh, short break here. I went a little long with uh, Mr. K from the uh, Parker Sewer and Fire District, but uh, we did that because uh, this is an important issue. Uh, I, my hackles always get raised when I see something that strikes me as a power grab, whether it's a local government or on the national or state level. And it's something that has an issue that has flown under the radar and so it's something that I wanted to bring your attention and, and make you aware of. In on the text line, Bobby Rewa has tax authority. This is a power grab. Bob Simpsonville City stole the money for the water fund and put it into the Charter Communications baseball field and then raised the taxes again. Look into that. It was all about the water, 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 but turned out to be about stealing the money for the people that lived in Simpsonville just to raise the taxes that was already that was also that was also after the sewer system was already paid for Mm -hmm. always uh, looking for uh, new sources of revenue and to take a break for the news here at the bottom of the hour right back and more of your calls are on the way as well here on the bobby mack show monday monday edition here on WORD. Oh, and also upcoming, some more stupid school news for today. Kid at AM is in trouble. Uh, you can probably guess why. Yeah, it involves politics. Be right back. Welcome back. 4.38 now, 22 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. As we go back to the phones, uh, beginning with uh, Jimmy. He is, of course, the uh, governor of Easley. Hi, Governor Jimmy. How are you today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Just work, 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 work. I hear you. Uh, I guess just get to the point this time is I've heard him during the election saying Biden. During the election, he says if he got to be president, if they was uh, a shot that we could take, he would make it mandatory that everybody took it. They said that two or three times. I don't know why anybody hadn't heard it. But he said that when he was running. He would make that speech, and I've heard her say it a couple times, too. Magnetory that you take the shot. And there are varying, I mean, legal, there are varying legal opinions on that. Um, there was a, a case, I think, in the People's Republic of Massachusetts uh, that had something to do with this. But the, the, uh, the legal opinions that, that I have seen so far, Jimmy, say state and federal governments cannot force people to take a new coronavirus vaccine against their will. But, and, and here's the catch, lawmakers may be able to create a mandate that imposes consequences for not being vaccinated. Now, you know, uh, they would uh, strip you of, of certain rights. Like in the UK, uh, there, uh, there already are at least two airlines that have said, unless you have proof that you've had the vaccine, you can't fly their airline. Well, fine. I have no interest in flying an airline that's going to try and force me to take a vaccine I don't want to take. Well, we'll go, we'll go back to 
Now, I'm not for it. Understand, you know I'm a, I'm a Republican, and I'm a Trump guy, but, I, you know, they he, they actually uh, cheated and got the election, so we can expect anything out of really. Here's the deal. You remember when, uh, uh, to get in school back when me and you went to school, and we the same age, close to it, they made us take that shot. Uh, i trying to think what's the name of it. What, the uh, polio vaccine? They made us take they sure did. They made yeah. us take it and we couldn't go to school. Uh, they could essentially use that as a thing saying that the only way that they're going to fix this is make it magnetic. I'm already had it. I couldn't. Why would they make me take it again? Because I've done had the virus. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what Fauci has talked about. Fauci has said uh, even if you've had it, uh, and and you and you take the vaccine when it becomes available. Fauci said you still got to go around wearing a mask. I mean, this guy is is turned into uh, some kind of martinet, some little tin pot dictator. Yeah, you know, I've did everything I thought I was supposed to do in, in patriotic for my country. I, I swear, so I, I've got so I, you the only. Cotton-picking news that I listen to because uh, I agree with you and the rest of this stuff. I just I don't listen to YFF. I don't listen mm-hmm. to Fox News. I don't listen to none of that more. Yeah, neither but do why, I. It makes an old man sick just to hear them wimpy people talk. You know, I guess I'm just me and you and a few other people, the only ones in this world that they <laughs> hey, still in our countries what well, they're doing and nobody don't realize it but a handful of us. It, it's truly amazing to me. And thank you, Jimmy. I've got to run, but I appreciate the call. Uh, it's striking to me uh, just how delicate the sensibilities of these people are on the left. Uh, you know, they, they just, uh, they're, they're so fragile. You know, they get triggered at the, the least little thing. Case in point. Now, I mentioned this for stupid school news today. The annual Army-Navy game, one of my favorite college football games of the year, maybe my favorite game of the year, is going to be played Saturday despite all the hurdles that uh, have been imposed by the Wuhan flu. Now, at uh, Canoe U, as the Naval Academy is referred to, U.S. Naval Academy spokesperson Commander Ilana Garris told the Capitol Gazette today, the long-standing tradition of painting the Tecumseh statue, Tecumseh, the Native American warrior chief, the painting of the statue will not happen this year. Quote, During the pause, we are listening to those who consider the practice of painting Tecumseh inappropriate and offensive, as well as those who view it as a time-honored tradition. Guess who's going to win this fight? Instead, midshipmen will will paint the panels underneath the cannons at the entrance of Tecumseh Court. Traditionally, the academy, before the rivalry game and on, on other special occasions, such as Commissioning Week, paints the statue. Uh, Commander Garris told the Capital Gazette the academy took input from alumni, faculty, and staff when announcing their decision to nix painting the statue. What? It's offensive 
to Native Americans? Have any Native Americans ever complained? But then again, you know, very few Native American groups, with a rare exception, uh, complained about the name of the Washington Redskins before they folded, weak-kneed as they are, and became the Washington football team. Meantime, the fifth-ranked Texas A&M football team beat Auburn Saturday 31-20, but today there's a question posed by those at Campus Reform of whether Aggieland is losing its soul. Campus Reform tells us about student Dion Okiki, class of 2022, finding himself on the receiving end of a threatening letter from one Jessica Welsh, Student Code of Conduct Office Assistant Coordinator, who sent him a note saying that uh, he would like to meet with you, she would like to meet with you, to discuss the circumstances surrounding this incident, your perspective, and how you can be successful as a student at Texas A&M. See, all you have to do is toe the line. So he is required to reach out to the student conduct office by phone before January 22nd to schedule the meeting. Uh, he is the president of the uh, local campus chapter of Students for Trump. And they put up numerous signs around the massive campus of some 70,000 students. These groups all place signs for various activities and causes, which is allowed. There are no reports of any other group being keel-hauled before the Student Code of Conduct Office, which has a staff of nine. Oh, and by the way, uh, Mr. Okiki is black. So I guess what? According to the Student Code of Conduct Office, by putting up Trump signs, uh, he's a, a traitor to his race, right? My God, these people are everywhere. 14 before 5. Be right back. Yeah. 452, it's 8 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. By the way, I don't know if you heard this today or not. Uh, they now have at least one Dominion voting machine in Georgia that they have evidence of votes being switched from Trump to Biden. We'll see if anything ends up coming of this. Back to the phones we go. Mark in StarTex is uh, next up. Thanks for patiently waiting, Mark. Good to have you here. Yes, hello, Bobby Max. It's been a little while since I called in. Thought I'd chime in about that uh, that fifteen hundred dollar offer to take the uh, vaccine. It's what a like, deal! Uh, sounds like a red flag to me. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, right. Look, here's here's what it it, it sounds like. Uh, it, it sounds like, uh, frankly, bribery. It is bribery, but you know something. I don't care if it's fifteen thousand dollars or if I even have to lose my job over. I'm not going to put that. You know what? That S word in my body. I just won't do it. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna be a. 
I'm going to be a rebel on this one. <laughs> you know? You know, it, it's amazing, too, because, you know, we, we examine the environment that this kind of stuff is happening in, Mark. Uh, you've got these little tin pot dictators, uh, governors, mayors, whatever, who put all of these mandates and these policies in place, creating uh, dire financial circumstances for all these people where they desperately need money. And so then, after creating that situation, then turn around and say, but we'll give you 1500 bucks if you take the vaccine. Yeah, golden carrot. Yeah. Golden carrot. Man. So, yeah. Yeah. you have a good day. You good too. You. Thank you, Mark. My pleasure. Good to have you here as well, sir. Anderson is my next stop, and Dan is there and uh, and is here on the show. Hi, Dan. Welcome. Hello, Bobby. The more I hear you talk about these liberals and the left, the more my blood pressure goes up. I'm like to double up on medicine and my bourbon to get through it. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> this Mr. O'Keefe is going to have to deal with this student uh, alignment program <laughs> that you were discussing. I'd go in there with a Trump hat on, a Trump T-shirt, and a tattoo on my arm and, and <laughs> grinning ear to ear. Yeah. And, and, just, and just watch all the snowflakes be triggered. Exactly. And just and, and then give them a hug and say, is anything wrong? Right. <laughs> you know, you, you talk about people being put in a position where they have to decide between uh, a job, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. You put a man behind bars in a cell, you lay the key on the floor. He's not going to try to get that key to get out of that cell. He's, he's going to feed himself first. Um, yeah, chew off your arm. I think yeah. on this whole thing is it's, it's going to come down to, and I see this coming, we're going to have to, you know, just like the fellow did back in the 1700s, to quote Mr. Paul Revere, two arms, two arms. That's the only way we're going to beat this. It's, and, you I know, any other way. You want, to, you want to talk about a comparative analysis between the 18th century and what happened with the, our revolution against the British and what's going on in the 21st with our revolution against communism. I, I guess, you know, if, if Paul Revere were alive today, uh, he wouldn't even bother to get on his horse. He'd just send out an email and say, well, you know, uh, Biden won the election. Everybody says uh, in the media and all these uh, governors say, uh, well, it was uh, there was no fraud. It was all fair and square. So nothing to see here. Uh, Paul Revere says, uh, just move along. <laughs> Uh, I think Paul would be uh, on his horse with his rifle musket in his hand, riding around shouting those famous words. You know, as far as people being offended, the only one I've heard complain about, uh, uh, as far as Native American issues go, is uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and she had uh, what was it, one uh, twenty thousandth of of uh, of Indian blood in her system, and one and one thousand twenty-eight. It was it was something uh, got, so. Yeah, something so absurd as to not even register on the scale. My great-grandmother was full-blood Cherokee. My grandmother was half-Cherokee. And I look like a Scotsman. And I don't get offended by anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, the uh, the fragility of, uh, of Americans today. China's got to be looking at us and saying, what a bunch of pushovers these people. We thought these people were tough. They're a bunch of pushovers. They're, they're sitting over there. They're sitting over there licking their chops, and uh, 
in the words of Strom Thurmond, we are surrounded by morons. Yes. <laughs> and uh, then again, as uh, the uh, uh, captain in the 101st Airborne Division at uh, Bastogne said when they, they were marching in and the troops were coming out, and they said, where are you guys going? Uh, we're surrounded. And uh, the captain said, uh, yeah, we're, we- par- we're paratroopers. We're supposed to be surrounded. <laughs> I originally called about the vaccine. I read an article last week where the uh, director of DNA research at Hebrew University in Israel is not going to take the vaccine for at least three to four years until she sees the results. Yeah, I admire that judgment. I got to run for the news, but thank you, Dan. Good to have you here. See you back uh, with the five o'clock follies next up here on WORD. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.